Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Welcome to the COB. It is the 23rd of December. I'm Nadine Blaney here with the David Scott, socially distanced, of course. Scotty, how you doing? I'm good. I think we're gravitating you know, a bit, bit getting closer together here, but uh, we're still safely <laughs> distanced here. So, uh, I Can't I've, touch you, so it's all good. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's all we like just the, tried. The, the reach, so there we go. But um, yeah, it's, uh, it's been a good day. I'm uh, in a great mood. We're getting closer to Christmas. Uh, we we'll saw some... Uh, Mixed news when it came to the, uh, the ability to go and see our loved ones uh, on Christmas Day. But yeah, it's like all of a sudden everybody is looking up where the Baha'i Temple is in the northern beaches on Monavale Road and uh, everybody's acquainted themselves to where the Narrabeen Bridge is as well, if they didn't know already. Um, so listen, there was positivity relatively around that news coming out of New South Wales today. I think the best part is is that there was eight community transmissions of COVID, which again, you know, is a pretty decent number, all things considered. It was, and it's, uh, it's showing some of the people in other states in particular that uh, how it's done. Now, we're certainly not out of this, but uh, I feel confident, as I have done the whole way through this pandemic from the early days at New South Wales Health, the, uh, the Trace and Track team has got it done. I'm especially pleased to see that uh, what's going to happen now is that we'll start having QR checks to the other uh, government's uh, yeah. version coming through. Just makes common sense. Then that way, if it's a positive case there, you get a notification. You can go get yourself tested and keep the community and yourself safe. And it is so easy, trust me um it's easier to download the new south wales service app i think i spoke on the podcast about it before and then you don't even have to continue to put your name in it just happens automatically it's great okay anyways moving on from that i was a bit of a debbie downer this morning when i saw the futures thinking it was looking overly optimistic for today's session but yeah for well for no real reason that anybody could tell me today we did push higher up by about seven tenths of a percent um, yeah, it, it was really the materials that were the exception to the rule, but even energy after seeing falls through the overnight period overseas, uh, performed pretty well today. Yeah, I'm not going to spend too much trying to read into what's going on. It's December 23rd. We know that there's a lot of thin volumes yeah. going through and a lot of people are positioning and trimming and everything else. And we know traditionally this is a period of the year where the local market does go and drift higher. So it was uh, a low volume, a wafty rally. That's the best way to describe it. The one interesting part for me was uh, what was going on with materials, particularly iron ore miners. Um, a lot of people are coming on to us talking about the fundamental factors, why iron ore prices are so elevated. I just found it really instructive and I've been a bit uh, Debbie Downer myself on that rally. At least the last little parts of it are saying it's been driven wholeheartedly by a bunch of uh, speculation. And uh, as soon as they go and took measures to uh, reduce that speculation, kapow, they uh, got absolutely smoked. So it gives you a bit of an understanding that potentially that some of that optimism being priced into iron ore miners may not necessarily be replicated in reality. Yeah, Fortescue still though finishing flat, uh, which is a pretty positive performance, all things considered. It's remarkable. 
And uh, mineral resources as well, mildly in positive territory, up by about two tenths of one percent. But it's not Debbie Downer for you. It's who we call you, David Downer. Davy Downer. There's oh, a new nickname. Davy Downer. <laughs> and here's Davy Downer's you. <laughs> Davy Davy Downer. A little bit on the uh, day traders as well. In your view today, one of the big hallmarks for me was, um, you know, the the advent of the Robinhood trader, the new investor as we call them. Curious to see if that trend continues into 2021, presuming that we start getting back to work, more people in the office, et cetera, et cetera, or if the habit and the, you know, the the sugar hit is just an addiction that's going to be really hard to break. I mean, lots of these these new investors have made money. They have, but uh, similarly, a lot of new investors in the past made money initially too in these frenzied periods. I'm, I'm more certain then and a lot of things that this is going to be unwound at some point and it's going to be violent. We're seeing it time and time again in history. I'm not trying to go and uh, be a perma-bearing like that. I'm just saying that I've seen history rhyme and reason enough times now to see well, history cycles. History always repeats itself. Yeah, it? partic- no, particularly this. Like, no, it's, it's so – the retail involvement is just so familiar. Like, mm-hmm. it, just, it reminds me when I was getting interested in markets you know, uh, towards like the back end of the 1990s and just seeing that big wave of speculation come through. But some of the conversations in particular that I've had, like we've all seen the, the anecdotal evidence and TikTok investors and all that kind of stuff that goes on. But some of the conversations I've had in real life with, with these newbies who are – to the markets I just it scares me some of the factors that they're underpinning these decisions like I'll speak to someone and uh, they'll be talking about valuations and so I'm talking about oh no you're talking about price to earnings like no revenue um, price to revenues all that kind of stuff all the traditional metrics no because the, the share price is cheaper as in it's lower than the other one and that's the factor why it's being bought and I've heard that multiple times in conversations. Just one, and one example, but I've heard that over and over again. And I, I question whether that can go and continue. That seems like a herd behavior. And when the herd turns, it can get very painful. So have, if you have done very well this year, there's nothing wrong with taking a little bit off the table at occasions. Yeah, it came up in a couple of conversations I had today to take profits. And that's a, the smart way to do things in such an environment. Okay, we've got a number of those great conversations accessible via the show notes. One is with Stephen Wood. I really have enjoyed speaking with Stephen through the year. He's from Iger Capital in the small cap space. He's broken his own rule in terms of avoiding Aussie biotechs to <laughs> invest in. There's the tease, Scotty. You have to listen to the interview to find out what he's investing in. I also spoke with uh, Prime Value Asset Management's Richard Ivers today. He gave us three stocks, three stocks for long-term value, um, and a couple of them in the media space. So that's an interesting one. And uh, we also spoke with the CEO of Dubber, Steve McGovern. We've chatted with him a few times through the pandemic. He, he still says that, you know, there's tailwinds coming from the pandemic for the business. That's accessible by the show notes as well. Hey, listen, uh, travel stocks did really, really, really well today. However, um, yeah, it wasn't really on a lot of news. I mean, a little bit of optimism maybe around COVID, but I just, yeah, it, it was one of those moves today. Yeah, uh, we think we started off the podcast probably yeah. in the right manner. Uh, look, all I say is that they got absolutely hammered earlier in the week. The uh, it doesn't look like we're going to have a big uh, outbreak here in New South Wales, hopefully of uh, of uh, coronavirus. So uh, putting two and two together, thin volumes, yeah. maybe a bit of position adjustments. One company that was in focus was uh, the flag carrier airline of New Zealand, Air New Zealand. It was an up uh, with an update today. November passenger traffic down fifty one percent against last year. 
Uh, it's better than the 90-something percentage a, a, that we've a, been having. A pandemic but, will do that to you. Yeah, yeah. So no big surprise there. We picked Air New Zealand as the stock of the day. It's in the travel space. It had a bit of news out. And it's the Christmas, well, normally the Christmas travel season. So here's what our guests had to say about Air New Zealand. This is Henry Jennings from Marcus Today and Andrew Veitlin from DP Wealth Advisory. I'm not, a, I'm not a buyer from a long-term perspective. I'd be a buyer if I thought the trend was in my favour and there was a quick 10 or 15% scalp on it. Um, but ultimately, the name of the game for Air New Zealand, as it is for all these tra- travel and tourism companies, is uh, how quickly the vaccine gets rolled out and at what stage do we achieve that herd immunity or 70% of us either you know, being immune to it or having uh, that uh, vaccine shot which you know in australia is probably going to be as late as september next year there are many uh, kind of complicated moving parts with airlines so it makes it a little bit trickier and travel stocks at the moment are the sentiment play and of course we've seen in the last few days and especially uh, i can bear witness to that how things can change quite quickly and we've seen also that borders change quite quickly and border restrictions are brought in very quickly uh, here at the drop of a hat. So although Qantas and Air New Zealand to some extent are relying on that domestic travel market because let's face it, international travel is a thing of uh, 2019 and hopefully 2021, but it won't be for a little while. You know, for me at the moment, it's just a little bit of caution in all of these stocks until we see how this is all going to play out with vaccines, etc. All right, that was Henry Jennings in a, well, you're just listening to it, but if you actually watch the video, a very uh, interesting hat celebrating the Christmas spirit. Now, we love when people get into the Christmas spirit around here. Are you in the Christmas spirit, Scotty? I hope so. I'm, I'm definitely in the Christmas spirit. Unfortunately, though, uh, it's going to be a pretty weird one with me. I won't be able to go and see my folks. They're uh, unfortunately north. They're still north of the, they're, they're the bridge. North, they're north of, uh, of DY Lagoon, so uh, that's a bit of a shame. That uh, Mum and Dad love you. We'll catch up, I know, for a late Christmas at some point. But, yeah, um, you will. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm still in the mood. Uh, people are definitely you know feeling a bit better. I think the... Uh, the news out of the other uh, coronavirus uh, account here in New South Wales has certainly gone and helped boy spirits. So hopefully we can get that in the bud. Hopefully we can get a cricket test uh, here earlier in the year and we're all back in business. <laughs> all right. Uh, I'll leave the cricket up to you. Now, we have uh, stimulus in the U.S. being signed off by Congress, but then the U.S. president, uh, the outgoing U.S. president, Donald Trump, saying that Congress needs to go back to the drawing board on that one. If not, it will be the next administration who will have to do stimulus, and that next administration could be could be him. So we'll watch for headlines through the overnight period on that front. Also vaccine, of course, as well. We'll get some jobless claims data for the week of December the 18th. Um, always of interest, watching that unemployment rate and how that stimulus could help fill that gap. Um, personal spending in the U.S., personal income and consumption, and new home sales due out in the U.S. tonight. Be hanging out for them. I'm not sure they're going to have much movement. I nah. think it'll be all on that uh, that stimulus and what's going on there. On, on Donald Trump, I actually don't mind that. Well, there needs something needs to be done urgently, but. I don't He's mind. calling for more money. Yeah, I don't. In the pockets, I don't, mind, I don't yeah. mind the rationale, and I, I encourage anyone just to go and have a look at some of the things that you know where this money's been doled out to. A lot of it's not actually going to U.S. citizens, which I find flabbergasting, to be honest. But uh, we'll see what happens. But certainly, we need to go and get something sorted there really quick, smart. Uh, we saw the consumer confidence reading overnight in the United States already showing that I uh, know that is already getting sapped. We know that the initial claims are going up, so we'll see what happens uh, later on this evening. Look, shortened trading day tomorrow, as you all know, if you're listening in, we'll Woo-hoo! be kicking it off. 
off with uh, Daniel Ives, Managing Director of Wedbush Securities. We'll be speaking with uh, Mike Viverka, CEO of Jumbo Interactive. I mean, we've still got great guests coming in. And we're going to wrap the day with George Paboris, who is CIO of K2 Asset Management. He'll take us through the final session and talk about portfolio positioning ahead of 2021 in case you're not just drinking white wine in the sun and you like to get a bit of work done on your portfolio you can listen to the wise words of George Baburis to end the day at two o'clock of course trade on the ASX is, is uh, done and dusted by 215 we'll probably be having you know maybe a little bit of white wine ourselves maybe maybe, maybe on air depends what the head of content does <laughs> We'll talk tomorrow. All right. Uh, listen, everybody have a really great evening. I hope you enjoy it. We hope to see you for the live stream tomorrow. And we will be doing a very short but sweet potty tomorrow as well. So keep listening to the COB. Hope you have a great evening. This is uh, David Downer. <laughs> Davey Downer. It's a new one. I love it. <laughs>